And yet we got to teach these lessons over and over again, usually the hard way. Intermittent Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg has a great idea to save you money on rising prices at the gas pump. Just buy an electric vehicle. Say, buddy, can you spare $46,000? Jeez. Hey, everybody, I'm Steve Green with Bill Whittle and Scott Odd, and this is Right Angle, brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. And hey, hey, before we go on, click that like button, that notification button, that thumbs up button, that five-star button. We'd sure appreciate it. All right, every little bit helps. Uh, including at the pump these days. I saw a headline, gentlemen, earlier today. I think it was a Barron's that said full tank, empty wallet. Yeah, we're all feeling the crunch. Uh, the problem is not everybody can afford to just drop a minimum of $46,000 on a base model Tesla 3. Uh, Scott, you and I, I think, uh, have a similar thoughts on electric vehicles. Uh, we kind of like them in theory. I love the idea of, you know, zero to 60 in four seconds in a, on a base model automobile. That kind of gets the uh, the blood pumping. Um, but I haven't yet found an EV that fits uh, my needs for a car and the needs of my wallet at the same time. Do you find it a little glib that uh, people like Elizabeth Warren, Pete Buttigieg, uh, hell, President Joe Biden, all think they have the uh, the answer to the uh problems that they've created for us? <laughs> well, you know, I'm thinking I will be able to buy myself the new 2022 uh, Tesla in roughly 2038 uh, because that's... Just <laughs> <laughs> car prices, yeah. The age of the vehicle I currently drive is roughly 15 or 16 years. And um, my theory of automobiles is drive it till it dies. And then like, just take out your phone and call a used car dealer and say, hey, can you bring me another one of these? Yeah, same year. Thank you. Same miles. That'll be good. <laughs> so I, I heard a, an anchor on CNN today who, by the way, was lovelyly attired and just this gorgeous outfit and everything. And she was lamenting to their ec economic reporter about how she's really being hit so hard at the pump every time she fills up. And I'm like, has she ever seen a gas station? Do doesn't the chauffeur just show up and pick her up and take her to the other place <laughs> wherever she needs to go? Yep. So, you know, they're trying to pretend that they're feeling the pain with us. Um, there, there are all kinds of, of wrongnesses with this. Uh, first of all, just the idea that you would have to somehow manipulate people in order to get them to want to buy something that you think they should already desire to buy. So why is it that government always feels like it has to get in there and stir the pot and say, well, we want to get these people to buy EVs? Well, the reason is because the suckers cost $46,000 at the entry level and go up to well over six figures. And so it's just not a mainstream vehicle yet. That's not to say that I wouldn't love to have a Tesla. I certainly would. And there have been some others. There's that new uh, truck. I can't remember what it's called. It's Rivian. Really, Rivian. Yeah. Rivian thing looks really cool. And Ford's got a cool one out too. And all of those I like for a variety of reasons, not just the power plant. And I think that's the key. And that's the revolution that Elon Musk has launched. It is that to stop looking at an electric vehicle as just something about the power plant that you can crow about to your liberal friends. It's not that anymore. It's like, wow, that's a cool truck. Oh, also happens to be electric. Oh, that's a cool, sharp sports car. Also happens to be electric. Great. I don't really care where the power comes 
comes from. I don't care if it's gasoline or electric or nuclear or somehow they're using the ground up protein of grasshoppers. It just doesn't matter to me. I, I want a great car that makes sense financially for my family. So the absurdity, I mean, Pete, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the Secretary of Transportation, Buttigieg, and how, um, you know, he was publicly standing up and saying things that just seemed so absurd. Uh, and now he's done it again. You know, he's just come out and basically saying, here's the short-term answer to the short-term fuel price spike is that you're going to go out and buy a car that would take, how many tanks of gas would it take before the savings amounted to enough for you to buy a $46,000 vehicle? Uh, well, I believe you already mentioned the word 2038 or the, the, the year 2038. <laughs> no, that's optimistic. It, it, the, the additional gas prices are costing people 2000 a year. So you're really talking about 20 years. Wow. Oh, lovely. Uh, Bill, this uh, this is a nice place to, to segue into the other half of this. I've got a good news, bad news situation for you. The good news is that as we're taping this on Tuesday, uh, oil prices finally slipped back below $100 a barrel. Okay, great. We're going to see some relief at the pump. That would be very nice after the last year. And I'm, I'm not even comparing gas prices to the under two dollars that we had uh, during the during the lockdowns because that was that was unnatural. I'm just comparing gas prices to where they were a year ago when the lockdowns were pretty much over. You know, two fifty, two eighty a gallon. Um, but we're finally seeing the, that oil price slip again. That's the good news. The bad news is they slipped overnight because China just locked down the world's largest shipping port at Shanghai, which accounts for a quarter of all goods shipped out of China. And China also locked down the uh, Shenzhen region, which is the electronics hub where half of the gadgets you own or want to own are produced. So the bad news is we're looking at lower gas prices because we're also looking at yet another supply chain crisis. Uh, Where's Putin? Where Putin? Where's Pete Buttigieg on that? First <laughs> of all, God, uh, slip. if the gas prices are, are getting lower, I'd like to thank uh, Vladimir Putin for his invasion of the Ukraine, which is driving gas prices down. Because obviously, if the argument is that they drive it up, then they've got to be driving it down too, right? The Putin, mm -hmm. uh, the Putin inflation index that they're trying to foist on yeah. us. Secondly, I think you must be mistaken with your data, see, because I've been assured for the last two years that China has gotten COVID completely under control from within the yes. first couple of weeks, and is a model for the rest of all of us to follow. Um, now, now to the issue. Um, I, I kind of want to come back to the elitism thing. Right. There was a there was a tweet that came out along the same lines. It basically said it was some some young, you know, nothing of a journalist. You know, gas. This got this almost verbatim. Gas prices too high. Ride a bicycle. Oh, I saw. That. Move. Get an electric bike. Want more answers? You know, this kind of thing. It's yeah. like, why don't you just. You know, this is a person who works from home or in a city, as Scott said, and, and commutes by either taxi cab or or uh, or uh, limousine. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> for a quarter of a mile to get from home to work. And this it's this stinking elitism that people are reacting to all across the board. It's the same exact dynamic as you must all wear masks because none of you have reservations at the French laundry. That's why you must all wear masks. We don't wear masks. You must wear them. It's this condescension. Essentially, what they're doing, Steve, is they're saying, you know, find that 
price of arugula a little expensive? Let them eat kale. And 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 this is where this is where the problem is. And by the way, by the way, the reason that they're saying you should go uh, go buy an electric car because then you don't have to pay for fuel because filling up a, uh, an electric car is free. If you think that free electricity is going to continue when electric cars become a significant enough share of the market, you are out of your mind. If, if it turned out that every car in America tomorrow was electric and you think that these free charging kind of things would be there for you to just charge your car for free, no, 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 no. Cars have free charging stations now and the, because they're trying to get people to buy electric cars. But if, if you actually think that th this is going to be the case, you're out of your mind. And furthermore, if you charge your car at home and fuel prices go up, right, then your electric bill will go up because the electric generators run on fuel. And that means you're going to be paying more per kilowatt hour and your car is going, your electric car is going to be too expensive too. So the whole thing is just it's just a it's it's a piece of kabuki designed to get people away from the fact that when you as president of the United States make your first act shutting off all of domestic energy production prices will go up. Now I know economics are not the democrats strong suit but nevertheless that one's fairly basic. So anybody can see through this stuff. I'm just embarrassed that that, that they that they can't see how much we can see through their stuff. Yeah, you know, I'm old enough to remember when this country was energy independent, which makes me just over a year old. That's right, baby. <laughs> and I'm already shaving. Um, <laughs> wow, what a world we live in. You know, uh, President Joe Biden tweeted out, uh, I think it was last week, that he's leading the, the, the nation to energy independence, which, you know, we had under the other guy. And all I can think of is this guy's vision of energy independence is uh, powering everything with batteries sourced from materials from China that will charge on power plants that he won't let us build. <sighs> we Perfect. live in the stupidest possible timeline. I just want to finish with this. Um, I read this morning that the uh, increase in gas prices, even if they do ease off a bit, are supposed to cost the average American about $1,300 extra at the pump this year. Uh, coincidentally, thanks to inflation, Tesla over the last few weeks has raised the base price of all of its vehicles by $2,000, unless you want a long range vehicle, in which case it's $3,000. And I think I need to remind our intermittent transportation secretary that $1,300 is less than $2,000 and it's a lot less than $3,000. I know math is hard. I know it's not your strong suit, but this is simple arithmetic. It's not even real math. And yet we got to teach these lessons over and over again, usually the hard way. And that's your right angle on that. Brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. Thanks so much for watching. We'll see you next time.